friends, it's Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. This week we have our final segment of our interview with Two Star about the Ross and Rachel We were on a break scenario. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Uh, The and the argument goes on for it's at least six hours, if not more, based on the time frame that they give us. At one point, Phoebe calls in. It's 9.15. She has a 9 p.m. appointment to give a massage to one of her clients. And then at one point, Monica points out it's now 3 a.m. And yeah. how how do they not how do they know that I haven't come home yet? Like that I haven't been home. They haven't been looking for me. So it would make the most sense. She's just trying to get out of the room. But based on that timeline, we could probably argue that it's probably an at least seven to eight hours, if not more. So I think Rachel must have gone straight to the coffee shop after work. Mm. Uh, so I think it. I think it must have been about nine hours. Yeah. In which case, so you think there must have been a lot of other ground to go through that yeah. that three or four, three or four stage trail. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he maybe caught a show in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, yeah. Yeah, but maybe. Like, Rachel do you think wants... that was? Do you think he thought, "Oh, Gunther will have my back. It's fine. I can relax. I'll just pop in after work and just remind him because <laughs> he, you know, he'll know not to, to say anything." He doesn't know Gunther's pager number, so. <laughs> and yeah. of course, it would be. I'm actually surprised that we didn't get any laughs with Gunther because he's he's famously like pining over Rachel. What? And when mm. he's like, I did not pick up on that. <laughs> they, play, they they play it very subtle. Well, what are the what are the hints? Wait, are you serious? No. <laughs> okay, I was very confused for a second. Okay, um, I'm just surprised that in that moment where he goes, "Oh, was I not supposed to?" That it wouldn't have been like mm. a duh, like duh, Ross. Of course, Ross is oblivious, and so is Rachel. Honestly, like nobody knows this except for the audience that Gunther is like in love with Rachel. But I think probably for the moment, they didn't want people laughing as he's turning and looking at Rachel, who's then just sitting there. So it makes sense. But I was just expecting like, like, this is an ironic situation. Like, of course, Gunther is looking for every opportunity to sabotage. He is. But do you think Gunther would actually be brave enough to do that? Because he's a very timid character. But anything... He, he gets superhuman courage when it's anything to do with Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I, you know, I think that's exactly what he would. But also, I think he would have tried to swoop on her at that point and uh, make his move. So imagine yeah. if Ross had walked in to Rachel and Gunther kissing. <laughs> oh, that would have been no. And then she would have had to argue they were on a break. No, but they weren't yeah. by that point. They were together. Well, they they hadn't. Well, were they? I yeah. No, they were. They got back they together that morning. On a break. Did they actually say we're together? I thought they they said we'll we'll talk about it later. No, no I they think, said like we know. No, I think that was when the the break. Nobody ever said we're not on a break anymore. Well, Rachel said in the voicemail, "I don't want to get together. I don't want to get back together." Yeah. In like over the voicemail so i'm gonna come see you 
And I don't I, think she ever said the words "we're back together." So I think, like, what if Ross had, what if Ross had bumped in somebody who wanted to have sex with him at lunchtime? <laughs> <laughs> maybe because... that's maybe that's why he took so long to get to Gunther. Because <laughs> <laughs> because after he left the coffee well, place, he bumped into that. Chloe again. Yeah. He got a taste for it. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, by your logic, Chris, he would be well within his rights to to do that because nobody had officially said we're not on a break anymore. Uh, I think it was implied. I think so, well, too. I yeah. think that's some dangerous grey area. <laughs> no, I th- I, th- I think he had the, the window of opportunity um, had, yeah. had closed by that he point. He did refuse the kiss goodbye from Chloe, didn't he, I guess? so. Well, that was before he Rachel did. showed up. No, no, she was, he, he was she was still in the house. On, yeah, yeah, wasn't she? She was putting her coat on and pushing her out the door. And then Rachel showed up, and they got back together. Who oh, was it? He's so honourable that he refused that kiss even before <laughs> Rachel had arrived. Even though they were still technically on a break. Even though they were still he could have done whatever he wanted on a break. Yeah, I, I think that I think that then though drives in the fact that like. If he had not thought that she was with Mark, he wouldn't have done this. Mm. So as soon as she calls and said, I can't believe what that, like, I can't believe this is so stupid. I'm coming over. I don't want to get back together over the, like, over the phone, over a voicemail. I'm coming over. I think he's like, oh my gosh. Yes, I want this too. I don't need this girl. Like, what was the point of that? And is just sort of like over it. Mm. Like it was kind of like, this was a mistake. Like, we are we are Ross and Rachel. Like, this makes sense. Mm. So it still doesn't explain why he spent the whole day chasing around trying to cover it up, does it? Well, because he had he was told to. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he needs to cut off the trail. Yeah. So maybe Rachel and uh, maybe Chandler and Joey like egged him on the night before. And said, "Yeah, it's fine. You're on a break." <laughs> um, I mean, maybe you're, you're assuming that there was things that happened outside of the right. Of what was what was filmed? Well, I think there must have been. Maybe they had a foursome. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> eyes open all the time. Yeah. You definitely need your eyes open if if your two of your friends were with you, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm, yeah, it's not a particularly like to, nice thought, is it? I'd like to no. draw attention to Rachel's um really weird way of ordering a pizza because she phoned up presumably a pizza takeout place and said, yeah. "I'd like to order a pizza <laughs> yeah. with anchovies on it," and they would have said, "Well, hang on a minute, what kind of pizza do you want? You can't just have a you can't just have an anchovy pizza." Well, actually, actually, it's weirder than that because because she said I'd like to order a pizza, and he says no anchovies. So she says with extra anchovies. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so it was just implied, which, which but... implies that the the baseline standard pizza has anchovies on. Yeah, Maybe she exactly. Up and then, the anchovy pizza shop. And then he says, "I'll pick them out," and she says, "Oh, you know, chop them up and put them in the sauce." <laughs> Which is, so yeah. that pizza—it's just so like, petty. <laughs> but what? 
I mean, what what else is assumed to be standard on a pizza, along with anchovies? That you, but you pizza have... places, um, they Cheese work on sauce. a kind of production line, um, don't they? So putting extra anchovies in the sauce just for one pizza would be really inconvenient for them. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. Think they would have, well, I guess we don't know that they did agree to that, do, do we? So, but the fact that she said extra anchovies implies yeah. that they were going to put anchovies on it already without specifying yeah. she doesn't say any other other, other ingredients so mm. is the way that that pizza place works that they put a set amount of every topping they've got or just anchovies on it um and and you have to specify which ones you don't want and which ones yeah. you want extra of but then, but she or didn't... or is it a special anchovy pizza place that just I think it has to be the latter anchovies? because she didn't specify what she didn't want on it, and you would think that she would have said, "I want a pizza with no mushrooms, ham, pineapple, chicken, hedgehog, mm. um, that weird red stuff that nobody really knows what it is." It, it would take a long time, wouldn't it? But I think if they just every pizza just has anchovies on it. So then she's found that's probably Papa why she Anchovy didn't pizza place. Yeah. But the, that's probably the... why she didn't have to give the address because they just knew it was Rachel because she would be the <laughs> only customer. And it's it's a pizza place that solely does anchovy pizza. Yeah. Do you think do you think that there is cheese or is that just more anchovy? Well, I saw that there was cheese. I saw the there's, pizza. There's the cheese thing. for sure. There is cheese. I feel like it was but a no classic base. Uh, do, like, do you mean yeah. but but when Red you say sauce, classic base, like I think, I think maybe anchovy is 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 mixed into the dough, baked into the bread, yeah, baked into the bread, <laughs> and then yeah. and then the the tomato sauce has got some anchovy in, but Rachel added in more, yeah. Mm. And if you're if you're then... a specialist pizza place that just does anchovy pizza for people that love anchovies, um, you probably are not bothered if somebody says I'd like you to chop up anchovies and put them in the sauce. So they would just say, yes, we assume that you want to that. Yeah. <laughs> but then would Ross's response not have been... Why oh, are you ordering the that bloody place? anchovy pizza place? <laughs> yeah. You know I don't like the anchovy pizza. Don't phone them. There's so many unanswered questions. Well, at but first she was just when... going to order without Ross. And he said, can I get on that while she's already calling in? Yeah. Yeah. In which case, her response would have been, well, you know it's going to have anchovies on, because if I'm ordering for me, it's always from anchovy always. pizza. Always. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, if I was going to run that restaurant, I'd call it Papa Anchovy. Yeah. That's a good hmm. name, isn't it? For anchovy a... Hut. Hmm. What's an anchovy? It's a tiny fish. A fish. Like you, know, you know what an anchovy is, Graham. No, I don't. I've heard of them. I know it's something to do with fish. You kn- no, I come always on. thought it was you the green things, but the green things are capers. Yeah. So what's a yeah, caper? Yeah, green things are capers. So what's a caper? I'm sorry, if, if Graham is pretending not to know in the same way I <laughs> pretended not to pick up the, the Gunther crush on Rachel, then he's doing a great job. But no, I do you know I know what? that anchovies are something to do with fish, but I don't know exactly. Well, like, they, are they fish. like a shellfish? 
What just no, it's, it's, a little it's like a little fish. A little they're fish like called an common fish. Can... forage fish. Well, they're not that common because the only time you ever get them is on pizzas. Uh, round my way, you can buy them fresh. Okay, name me fourteen other foods that have anchovies on. Um, okay, uh, puttanesca sauce using anchovies in them. Yeah, okay, that's true. Actually, and that yeah. is absolutely delicious. Yeah, I, did, yeah, I like that. Caesar dressing. Caesar dressing. Classic Caesar dressing has anchovies. Really? Wow! I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you that's can, two. <laughs> you can have go. just fresh anchovy. So, so when you put it on a that's pizza, not it's generally what I asked. It's generally anchovy, um, anchovy fillets that are you would, preserved you in salt burger? oil. You could do. So the thing with anchovy these? is that it's really delicious. You you can put it in anything, and it just makes it nicer. They're sort of like the olives of fish, I guess. That's what they taste like. Correct. Yeah, that's a really good description. The olives okay. of fish. So, what's capers? Well, capers are are um uh flower buds from oh. a plant. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they're salted. I always assumed that they were something to do with the sea. But they're not. Right. Yeah, I thought. I thought they're maybe they grew the, on like seaweed or something. They're just the flower buds from um, a type of plant. You can grow okay. them in. You can grow them in the UK. Oh, you can thanks. grow your own capers. I'll try that. Mm. So, at what point were they ordering this pizza? Do you think? How long had they been going before the pizza order? I guess it must be like midnight-ish. Yeah. yeah. Because didn't it happen after Phoebe called in about her 9 p.m. appointment? I think so, yeah. I think it did. And that was then when when it prompted Joey to eat the wax. Yeah, because he's like, well, I'm hungry too. Oh, this wax is organic. We can eat that. Mm. I think Joey would have got hungry before midnight. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I think he'd have got hungry within the first hour. (laughs) Are Are you two waxine girls? Uh, we have never, I've never done at home waxing. You've done, uh, I refuse. You've you've waxed your legs, haven't you, Chris? Uh, I have for charity, uh, when I was about 18. For charity? It wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a, it was just like a a little, a little few strips. I wasn't the full leg. What was the charity for? Uh, I can't remember. It, it. In the UK, we have a thing called Rag Week when we're at college, uh, which is not the. It's like the being in. Uh, you're still at school, but you're the oldest ones. Um, what do you call that in America? Senior, Senior? year, seniors. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's an opportunity for you to be silly, but pretending yeah. it's for charity. Uh, so oh, okay. we waxed our legs, um, and also we did a a Miss George Abbott contest, and all of the pervy boys from the lower school all paid like fifty p or a pound to be in the audience because it was going to be the sexiest ladies in the sixth form, and then it was actually just the drag act. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very that's that brilliant. Was, very good trick. That's yeah. a really you good trick. You still owe me 50p for that. <laughs> <laughs> so angry. Um, yeah. I have been, um, just recently, I've noticed that my 
back is becoming quite hairy mm. and I'm becoming concerned about it because my granddad was a little bit like a silverback gorilla. He had a really <laughs> hairy back and I'm starting to think, do, do I need to do something about that? Mm. He's become a waxine boy. Yeah, I mean, how, like, you can't really do a home waxing of your own back without involving other people, can you? Right. You'd have no. to get your wife to help. Yeah. yeah. I don't, it's a really weird conversation to have with my wife. Do you think I need to wax my back? Mm. <laughs> because, like, you'd ever, because you then you'd she... ever wax the backs of a boyfriend or a husband? What, me? Not you, no. You'd wax Daniel's back when you marry him, obviously. But <laughs> of course. Leanne, would you, would, you, would you wax a partner's back? I guess I would. I just think that in order to not have to do that consistently, which is something I'm personally considering for, like, my legs, is just laser hair removal. Mm. That way idea. it will save me just time in the future because I get really annoyed um, me and Llewellyn were both talking th- about this. Just like when you shave your legs, it's like you can still see the root of your hair, like just below the skin. And then by the next day, it's starting to go back anyways. So it just seems wanting you. It just seems so pointless to keep the routine up. So I, I want to do laser hair removal just to get rid of it all and not have to do it. How much does that cost? You know, I am not at the point yet where I have started researching because it's a little bit far out. But my guess is that based on per area, you have to do it about six to eight times. um, And you do it about four to six weeks apart in order for it to get because the hair has to be in a certain stage of its growth to be affected by the machine. Um. So I like think it's eight, a couple it's like eight, hundred, eight months minimum of mm-hmm. of going back, yeah, over and over again. Yep. But then, does it last forever? Yeah. Well, once the hairs, yeah, once you've killed the roots of all the hairs, then they won't grow back. So, if you factor in the cost of razor blades over a lifetime, and time that you spend shaving, and inconvenience, I think it's worth it. I think I might have my face lasered. <laughs> that happen because I, I really hate shaving. It makes my face really itchy. Mm, yeah, but my wife doesn't like it when I have any growth on my face at all. So, so you have to keep doing it I constantly. Do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just a pain. It's in the so ass, annoying. It? Yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've actually got a million dollar idea about this. Okay. Is it um, is it beards? <laughs> well, um, I've had this idea for lots and lots of years. Nobody takes it seriously, um, partly because uh, I you don't know how you could achieve this. But what I think would be good is if you could engineer a kind of really small insect that would live in in your nose and not bother you at all, but then at night, they would all come out and eat <laughs> the hair off of your face. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to kind of train them to only eat the hair you didn't want on your face. Right. And then they'd go back in and just live in your nose. 
Okay, I've got some questions. <laughs> well, and I'm sure Llewellyn has some clear. sanitation concerns as well with that. <laughs> How many insects are you proposing every man would need well it depends how hungry it depends how hungry they are for for beard hair doesn't it okay but i mean i think that was just my initial idea i I think you could modify it so it wouldn't necessarily they wouldn't necessarily have to live in your nose i think that makes it logistically complicated well they'd eat the nose hair wouldn't they but nobody wants nose hair that's that would true. be fine. That would be like for them to snack on whilst you were awake. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd 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 sense when you were asleep, and that yeah. like you know, like when your um, computer does an update because it knows you're not using it, and it's plugged mm-hmm. into a power supply. It thinks now's a good time. They'd know when was a good time. Um, like you were in deep Could sleep. Could they be trained to eat your ear hair as well? I would hope so. And you say that they'd be trained to just eat the facial hair. Could well, they be trained think... to eat some of the head hair, but not too much, so effectively you get free haircuts for life? No, I don't think so. I think that's unrealistic. You think that's too much? Because okay. I think there's a fundamental difference between beard hair and head hair. Okay. Because what about beard hair is coarser. And when I say what... training, I, I think yeah. actually... Um, Genetically engineered. Well, actually, yeah, I think it's not It's not about training them. It's about. It's about breeding them or in, like genetically engineering them oh. in such a way that the thing they eat yeah. is facial is, is hair. facial hair yeah what about men who want a goatee yeah. that gets very complicated so i've bought a robotic hoover right um different versions of them you can put strips around things you don't want them to go beyond that they recognize and think i'll leave that alone i or think if you, you wanted a goatee want hoover you see so would like if you've got a bit of dirt, that just you a place think, where like there's loads of, of loads of wires, a place where you know oh, okay. it's going to get stuck. Um, so I think what you could do is you could buy like a um, the the nose um, the nose ant species uh, repellent that you could paint on okay. bits of facial hair you wanted to keep. Or I think maybe you could just um, sleep in a a mask like Bane from the Batman film and they could just eat around. Mm. Some, yeah, some, some kind of barrier to stop them getting to the bits yeah. that you want to keep. Okay. My idea well, of like this, this repellent is that that's a way to, to keep the revenue streams coming in. I think because... I've heard enough that I'm going to invest £5 million pounds in this. <laughs> that's excellent news. I think we've got off topic. What we really need to get back to is is whether I should um, shave my back. Mm. I mean, is are you I, like insecure I, about it? Well, I've just seen it and I thought, well, I'm I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I want a hairy. Back. I don't want to be that. Mm. I don't mind having a hairy chest. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, more and more, it's the fashion for men to to shave shave their chest mm-hmm. and their, shave and their chest but hairy face that's the fashion isn't it yeah so maybe you could maybe you could just get hipsters to adopt hairy backs hairy backs and be ahead of the curve mm. i don't think i can constantly claim that the things about me that are um unsightly are just that i'm ahead of the hipster curve <laughs> i think i that... think you're committed now <laughs> i think that's <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm starting. I'm starting to grow lots of lots of hair on my back because I'm ahead of the hipster curve. Yeah. Are I you think, opposed um, to hair removal? Well, I mean, I know I'm. I'm suggesting hair removal, aren't I? No, but like laser hair, like permanent. That sounds like a lot of hassle. I think I now think, that you have a robot think... Hoover, all you need to do is attach some blades. <laughs> and then sleep on the floor and let nature take its course. Oh my I, gosh. I think it's a very big step to say, do do you think do you think that hairy back is a bad thing and maybe I should should shave it or wax it to go mm-hmm. straight away to why don't I laser remove it and that's permanent. Surely mm-hmm. you would surely the best advice is to to see what difference it makes doing something different. Maybe you could grow it out and plait it. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Like put it into cornrows or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, I think like may, maybe I should just should remove all my body hair and just get tattoos. Mm. What do you or think hair. about that? One of them would say they were on a break. <laughs> and then asterisk, and then a bit further down, but that's but that, not really the but point. But that's not really the point, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that would make it harder to disguise yourself as Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, having no hair would make it easier to disguise myself as Mrs. Doubtfire, wouldn't it? Yeah, because... but you still have to seduce your... Nisa's boyfriend <laughs> and you're going to be recognisable by your full body tattoo <laughs> <laughs> my full body tattoo how big is this tattoo well, going to be I mean, you, but you're going to cover your entire back in tattoos yeah but, I, but... <laughs> so yeah but I okay guess but but my my niece's the, your only hope is that you have, you have but my niece's future boyfriend is not going to He's not going to know the one key he, thing about her uncle is all his <laughs> specific back tattoos. I think anyone who <laughs> met anyone related to you would know about that. Because <laughs> that's a hard thing not to tell everyone you've ever met about. <laughs> like, so, so I'm going to I'm going to have laser removal. Uh, poor Bethany, this is getting more expensive for her. I'm going to have. <laughs> I'm gonna have laser mm. removal, hair removal surgery on my back, yeah. and and I'm gonna have lots of specific friend tattoos. Like yeah, how you doing? And pivot, pivot, yeah. pivot is a great one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, just a love machine. You yeah. get you get um in Primark you get like friends cushions and they have like little pictures of like a coffee cup and the mm. frame that they have around the peephole and stuff like that. You could just have some images like that to fill in the gaps. Or maybe you could just have like in script, um like the, the, the script for the pilot just put out oh, in fancy. Just writing. written out. Yeah. Mm. Like and say you couldn't choose a favourite quote so you have the entire script of all ten seasons mm-hmm. uh, that, written. That's a, probably quite small. It'd have to be very small wouldn't it? Or you'd have to eat a lot more and get a bigger back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I prefer I, I, right. 
I'm not going to say that I really like the idea, but I do prefer just having selected quotes. Mm. I think I think they were on a break really big across the back mm. with yeah. a little asterisk yeah. and at the towards towards the base like thing. But that's not really the point. Um, yeah. Is is definitely the lead tattoo. Yeah, I like and it. And then I think pivot. I think should be down my spine, in Ooh. big Roman. Or maybe um, on your like on your back of your shoulder where you do pivot. Um, you, you pivot your sh- your arm around, don't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but or I think, just you, on you know, like the base of your just down like the spine, on your neck, really big. Yeah. But my neck isn't my back, is it? No, like the base of your neck at the back. I think it can only go up as far as a shirt -shirt. cover because yeah, you need to you need to be able to hide this because you have a respectable job. And and also, I need to seduce the future boyfriend of my niece. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, In order to in order to challenge her naive views on, but keep him in front of you all time. Crucial, (laughs) crucial, crucial topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't love this plan, but I can't really think of a reason not to do it. No. Which, which is kind of like, kind of like what happened to Ross, isn't it? With mm. with the mm-hmm. with the Xerox lady. Yeah. Good callback. He didn't have a reason not to, did he? At that point, as he saw it. No, I mean, he thought Rachel was over. He thought she was with Mark. Mm. What um? What was Mark cooking? It was pasta, wasn't it? He brought Chinese no, food. Chinese. Oh, was it Chinese food? Oh, I got confused. He was loudly. He... he was loudly getting a drink from the fridge, wasn't he? Oh, okay. Oh, what, with, what with on the phone. Yeah. Do you think Takeout? he's a sweet and sour man or a kung po? Orange chicken. Yeah, I bet he'd be an orange chicken man. With some rice and lo mein. Mm, Maybe some uh, prawn crackers. Crab rangoons. Oh, I haven't heard of that. That sounds lovely, though. You guys don't have sesame prawn toast. What's a rangoon? Um, It's like a folded up. uh, Imagine like a. Like a. Not a pastry, but like the same what they wrap maybe like a spring roll in, but maybe a little bit thicker and they pinch it up and inside is like cream cheese and crab. Or imitation crab. Like a little parcel. Cream cheese in Chinese, that's uh Yeah, cream cream cheese and crab inside inside the little um fried it's crispy pastry. Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. So I think that sounds quite a lot like a wonton. No, yeah, you? that's what I was trying yeah, to Yeah, so like a wonton. Like a wonton. Yep, yep, exactly. With okay. cream cheese and crab in it. Yeah. Well, yep. That sounds amazing. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to have Chinese food for tea tomorrow. <laughs> I know, that sounds so good. <laughs> I'm going to disappoint should... the kids because they'll want a Sunday roast. I think you should insist on a on a, a crab rangoon, and when they don't know uh, yeah, it, yeah. you should get really <laughs> angry. Just insist. Say, I might look, have to order from they... America. Look, you you don't do it here. They do it in that tiny village in America called New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're a new they're a new village, and even they've got it. Yeah, they what kind of show are you up instead to? Instead of a crab, we do have quite a bit of an obsession with calling with having new in the titles of a lot of things. 
New yeah. York, New Jersey, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New Orleans, which is not quite the same, but New Hampshire, it is. New Hampshire, mm-hmm. New England. Yep. It's well, it's in, it just takes up Canada, quite a bit of our designated states. It's just interesting. In Canada, they have New New Scotland, but they call it Nova Scotia, don't they? Hmm. So they took New Scotland and made it even more fancy, which makes it less like Scotland because it's a very unfancy place. Uh, and, uh, uh, this isn't America, but New South Wales. That's in Australia, yeah. Yeah. Right. I just think as... Yeah, exactly. I just think we like to maybe try and claim some things as our own by trying to make it better. <laughs> by well, just um... by only giving it the title with the word new in it. I think they should just, instead of calling it New York, they should have called it Good York. Good York. That really implies that Old York is bad, doesn't it? Do you know, I think uh, I think they should have tried to gaslight Europe and called everything old. Yeah. So we'll call it Old York. <laughs> and old Hampshire. And then... Like ye olde York. Yeah, and then... Um, <laughs> and then... Europe would have gone like, but we were here first, and I, I don't think so. We've got <laughs> the old ones over here. Look, this, you must this be place mistaken. is called Old England. <laughs> We've been here for ages. You are the newcomers, yeah. Yeah. and that would have that really, left. that would have really confused. It'd be all hard of to argue against, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. that'd be tough. Yeah. Oh, I so see. Just regular Orleans. Well, we're from Old Orleans. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, Old Orleans is a restaurant that's now defunct, but they sold really nice um, uh, cocktails. Oh. Yeah. Don't know what that's related. In no, it's not relevant. Um. But there's a village in Lincolnshire uh, called New York, uh, and it's tiny. We went there, didn't we? You remember? Uh, is that where is that where I uh, got a train to? No, that's Newark. Right. But they, but they. Is that's that the stupid place? thing is that in America they have Newark, but it's not called New Newark. New Newark. No. It's just Newark, which is confusing. But there's a there's a little village called New York, and uh, it was sort of named as a joke. But also in Nottinghamshire, which is the next county over, there's a village called Gotham. Mm. And uh, that that was why they called Gotham in Batman Gotham because it was named after that tiny little village in Nottinghamshire. Oh, nice. Hmm. And that's less related to friends than uh, everything sure. I'm else. Not gonna, I'm not going to get any it? of that tattooed on my back. Okay. That's probably <laughs> probably a good idea. Mm. Okay, so we're we're almost three hours in, so. <laughs> Let's yeah. let's wrap with the big picture stuff for like the third episode. It's the reason why we looped it in is because it's sort of in the same storyline, but we start to see more of the effect of their breakup more with the friends. All of a sudden they find themselves in the middle of all of these situations where they have to choose between Ross and Rachel and it's it's pretty uncomfortable. I think Rachel handles it better than Ross does. Um, but they end up, you I know, mean, obviously. Unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he just kind of guilts them into reconsidering Rachel's offer. 
you know, to go on this ski trip. Um, I mean, I think the the Rachel's activities are more fun, aren't mm-hmm. they? So yeah. ski trip a, is a lot more fun than just going to his house. Ross has got a dartboard and a DVD yeah. player, and Rachel has got a lingerie um, show uh-huh. and yeah. a ski trip. Right. It's uh, yeah. Why, it's why an easy choice to... to make, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and she plays by the rules. I mean, and she doesn't make them feel guilty about it. She just accepts it and kind of moves right into it. Which also, I think is... she's objectively in the right. So it'll be easy to say to Ross, "No, we don't want to come to your house and play darts mm-hmm. because you're a piece of crap," <laughs> and uh, Rachel is the wronged woman, and also skiing. Which on both sides we get his conversation with Carol that at the beginning, like immediately she thinks that Ross is the victim, like the non-guilty party that this just so happened to until Phoebe puts it straight over the phone. Um, I mean, she is really not somebody to claim the moral high ground, is she? Which is what makes that hilarious when she yeah. says, so you slept with another woman. He's like, well, well, you're one to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was brilliant. But yeah, you're absolutely right. She she has no right. But I think it was good to call out that Ross was trying to get sympathy for his side. Which we also hear him do when they're all at the car, when they do all arrive, when Ross comes to rescue them. And all of a sudden he tries to throw Monica under the bus by saying that she also agrees with Ross and throws Joey under the bus. And Joey just kind of tries to shirk off any responsibility by just blatantly pretending as if he is confused by what's happening in the conversation so that he can avoid any sort of blame. Um, but yeah, and Chandler starts smoking again. Um, but it, But it really focuses, I feel like, more on the friends maybe. Just Mm. maybe in how they're being put in the middle. It seems like Ross and Rachel are the parents and the kids are the ones struggling with the divorce. Mm. I mean, the big one is is Chandler, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He starts just acting out. He's, you know, making jokes to try and hide the fact that it's painful and... I don't know. Even Joey, though, at one point is like, I can't do this anymore. Like, while they're all sitting there arguing um, about them just being together. You know, like, in the same spot. It's just all around tough, I think. Mm. See, I think this is where it's a rare example of where I will side with Ross. They were his friend first, so I think Rachel should have kind of gracefully bowed out and said, yeah, fair enough. I'm the newcomer. Mm. Ross, you can have them. I think that's uh, that would be that'd be the dignified thing to do, wouldn't it? She's got Mark now, so she's okay. That is an interesting take because she lives with Monica. I, I also right didn't now. actually think that. <laughs> I was just being facetious. But I think that's the point. Like, it just makes it all sticky. You know, when you've got such a close-knit group of friends, they're trying to Mm. tiptoe around the entirety of just the context of what's happening. And 
he's not making it any easier by like, like, Oh, this, you're going to leave me on the first weekend that I'm alone. You know, when, when she invites them to go and I don't know, that's, that's sort of why we kind of looped it in. Cause it's sort of within the same conversation, but I feel like after this episode, because they finally come to a point where they can agree to just be civil with each other, even though obviously it's it's a point of humor every time he goes, we were on a break. It, it I feel like it just kind of moves on. It moves forward a little bit more from here. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's it's part of the it's 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 part of a a a sort of storyline, isn't it? Those those mm-hmm. three episodes do fit together mm-hmm. and there's that there's that moment uh at the rest stop where they're saying well well they agree with me um and they like no they agree with me <laughs> and it always keeps coming back to to joey mm-hmm. where it's like well joey said this he's like what <laughs> <laughs> and it it's it's quite i probably unusually for a sitcom is it's quite true to life if you've got two friends that have fallen out that when you talk to them separately, um, you probably don't say, well, you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You probably just listen to their point of view and say, well, yeah, I understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. rather than say you're wrong. And, yeah. And and then to be put on the spot like that. Yeah, it's almost like this is the second time that Ross has kind of thrown his friends under the bus, you know, when when he's trying to sort of de- defend his own position. In the argument with Rachel, he's like, well, I would have told you. I was ready to tell you. And then Joey and Chandler said that mm. I shouldn't. And now all of a sudden, you know, a couple days or a week later or however long later, all of a sudden he's like, well, Monica agrees with me. And she's like, no, what I said is I understood but then she also does it to be fair. She's like, Joey is the one that agreed with you. Yeah. And, and then he kept bringing it up and he brought it up again as a way to try and justify his own position in the matter. It's like Ross has a little bit of a, just contextually has a little bit of a track record when it comes to throwing his friends under the table when he's trying to hold some ground in the argument. But... Yeah. Well, is there any, I guess, final, I don't know, points or little topics or even non Ross and Rachel that over three episodes, obviously you didn't get to, wanted to talk about, wanted to bring up? Yeah. Have you ever broken into a car? Because Mm. um, because that's what Joey does just with a bit of metal from a bra. Yeah. And, um, I kind of think I wish I'd had reason to break in like lawfully, like I got locked out of my own car mm-hmm. to need to try something like that because it, it looks like fun. And, <laughs> you know, I've heard that it's, it's quite easy to do. I think um, it's very easy. My wife once locked our son in the car with her <laughs> keys. <laughs> and um Right. I mean, I, okay. I'm, 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 I'm taking notes in case I need to, yeah. to, this on to um, <laughs> child protection. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. fine. Yeah, 
just let them know. Um, services. But she she'd put her key. She she'd left a key on the passenger seat, and then yeah, because um, she was really really pissed. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. She'd been drinking and, uh, all day, and she endangered the child through her driving. And then locked him in the yeah. Car. Oh, no. She was also she'd taken a lot of heroin as well. And and the worst thing is report. is that she would have left him there, but she'd also left two bottles of scotch in the mm. back seat, yeah. and that was the real reason she had to break yeah. it. Very, is that right? It, it was quite expensive. Yeah. And um, so she she'd thrown her bag on the seat when she was like buckling him into the car. A uh, bag of and that had heroin. pressed the lock button, and then she shut the back door, but then gone round to the driver's door and found that the car was locked. But when um, when the AA, or uh, as they're called in America, the AAA, when they came out, they just sort of bent the door back a little bit, just with his bare hands, and he put in a big stick and just pressed the unlock button on the keys. It was really easy. Because doors just bend. Hmm. Go out now, yeah. Chris, try it on your car. The door, it'll just bend. You just pull it a little bit. And what kind bends. of stick did he have... With stick. enough dexterity to get through to where the keys were and press the unlock button. I think maybe like a long metal rod. Right. I think. Was he really fortunate with where the keys were? Well, I think if it had been face up, he might have had to like prod it a bit and try and flip them over or something. Mm. But it meant that he could do that without having to call out a locksmith or anything. And right. uh, she called the police and asked them for help. And they said, well, it's not really our problem. Which is... I thought you were going to say she called the police because he broke into her car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and reported him. <laughs> she called the police to explain the situation, and they said, well, it's, it's not really a matter for the police, ma'am. And uh, she said, well, okay, I'm going to have to break a window then. And they said, you can't do that, it might hurt him. Right. And that was the extent of their help. I mean, I think they are right on both counts. Yeah, you just would maybe think that the police might but what did she want the police to do? To come and break a window well, on her behalf? Yeah, yeah. please. They're trained in breaking windows, aren't they? Well, um, maybe. Of course they are. They're, they're, they're like day one of police school. How to break a window. <laughs> and then how to arrest somebody for breaking a window. That's day two. And then... Um, Citizens on patrol. That wasn't. That's day three. <laughs> City under siege is day four. And then assignment Miami Beach, and it's all sort of bad from there. Well, I don't <laughs> want to break into my car through through bending the door back and poking a big stick in. I want to do it with cleverness and a bra with a little and and underwire bra. Yeah. Yeah. I also, and I might have to defer to the ladies' judgment on this. I don't think Monica has the biggest boobs out of the three of them. I think it'd have to be Phoebe. I would have saved Phoebe. I think maybe they're getting confused because of the outfit she had to wear at the diner. <laughs> or maybe because of that job <laughs> in the diner, because the pay was so bad she could only afford bras big enough for her fake boobs. Right, right, right. But so maybe that was but another factor that's yeah. glossed over is is whether you have wire in the bra or not. Yeah, sure. Because that's not a, a given, is it? No, not wow. necessarily. It's no. the 90s, isn't it? Just assume that everybody has underwired bras. Well, is that when like the Wonder Bra came out or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. 
the bra technology had come on so far by that point. Right. I mean, now it would be carbon fiber composite yeah. materials. You, you wouldn't be able to do it. It's the stuff that they, they use on the space shuttle. The nineties <laughs> was a was a truly golden age where you didn't have a mobile phone, but you had a pager. Um, you you could break into any car with any bra because yeah. all yeah. cars had bad locks and all bras had underwire. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you and then the iPhone came out and spoiled everything. It spoiled everything. Suddenly yeah. people were walking around without underwire bras. It all became plastic and carbon. Mm-hmm. Security became better on cars. It just all right. went wrong. Yeah. Mobile phones became so ubiquitous that that pages weren't needed anymore. They'd have just phoned up and said exactly where they were because they got Google Maps. Yeah. Yes, of course. I have personally never broken into a car. I think, I'm not sure. I think the cars that I have owned, I think had like the technology where like you couldn't, lock the key in the car like the little device like knew where the key was and it physically like it wouldn't let you lock yourself out Mm. Mm. it's clever isn't it it really is because i guess that's the technology they had to introduce because so many terrible mothers in europe were just locking their (laughs) children in Mm. whilst uh, they were pissed on gin yeah, yeah, and, the, and then calling the police <laughs> and trying to make out that it's their fault. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah she well, have goes, you? Ah, oh, oh, look, you, you, you bloody popo! I've got to lock my son in the car again because I'm pissed on gin. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. And they said, "Sorry, sorry, mum, we're we're really busy." Um, or because Catching we got criminals. six or seven um, pissed mothers stinking mm. of gin that have locked their children in the car you know it'll be, yeah. be, it'll be at least an hour till we get to you we're very sorry about it and she mm. said this is outrageous i'm gonna go private and phone the aa yeah but not the american aa because then they would have had an intervention for her <laughs> yeah it had to be triple a triple a yep do you think do you think that's why we have such a poor relationship with alcohol in this country because um because Alcoholics Anonymous has never really got a foothold because of the confusion with uh, the automobile association. Cars, yeah. <laughs> I think You're like, why be. would I need double A? Yeah, exactly. People were saying, look, go to AA, you've got a problem. And they you go, yeah, go too, and... right, I've got a problem. My well, son's locked in the car again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. And I can't get to my gin. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think I think at the because I mean, my car is now seventeen years old, mm-hmm. and it's done a hundred and forty nine thousand miles, which is quite a lot for a small engine. And I think at the point where it maybe fails an MOT or something mechanically goes really wrong with it, mm-hmm. I would like to YouTube how would you break into. A Peugeot two hundred six, and mm. I imagine it's really easy with a bit of metal wire. And I'd like to have a go at it. Could you maybe dress 
Dan up as a child and put him in the back seat. <laughs> and I'll dress as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> then... yeah. Give it a go. They'll try and wave down passing policemen. We won't need to. You could dress right. as Mrs. Doubtfire or have a bra on. <laughs> throwing, throwing gin at their faces. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think in answer to your question, do we have anything else to discuss related to the episode? I think that sounds like that's probably no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, because they, they, they break into a car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It does. It does. What do you think happened to Ross? How do you think he got saved at the end of that episode? Because they leave, and then care. his battery is flat. I know. I wondered about that as well. And I hope he froze to death. That's what he deserves. <laughs> My guess is that he knew. Here's the thing. Here's what's interesting. They couldn't describe their location to AAA to get towed, but they could describe it to Ross to get there. I assume that he probably followed Rachel to that speed <laughs> watch when, when they were younger. So mm. he knew. Yeah, so somehow he found his way there. So he probably just called on the, on the payphone mm. um, to like a tow service to come get him. He had the Here's foresight to look at the, the street signs and find right. out where he was. Yeah. But here's a question. Wouldn't you be able to use the number for the payphone to know where it was? Because that payphone oh, doesn't move yeah. around. It's fixed, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. So uh, surely when they phone recovery, mm-hmm. they could say, we don't know where we are, but we are we'll wherever this phone, phone is. Yeah. But how wide would an area code be? Well, it's not an area code. It's that specific number. Like where that number geographically is located. Yeah. Is there like a database of every payphone and its location? There must be. The AAA could access. I know where 01483224809 was. Mm -hmm. It was my house where I grew up. Oh, yeah. You could pinpoint that to within 10 yards, couldn't you? Yeah. Really precisely. Yeah. Yeah. So they just, you just have to hope that the person they were speaking to on the other end of the phone grew up in that phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you I think it would be there must be possible. I think it was just poor customer service. Mm. Yeah, maybe they got the the, the new person. Mm. But okay, well. I think we're going to call it wraps. I got a, I got a very quick uh, complaint. Okay. That, For, um, to us? Yeah, because you owe us some British accents. We, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Um, I am confident enough to say that that's not going to happen this time around. <laughs> you've, just, you've just had a three-hour study. I have given zero. <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. It'd be terrible. You could say something like, um, hello, matron. I'd like some biscuits and curd <laughs> with my tea and fish and chips. And don't don't forget some extra brown daddy sauce <laughs> on the side. I mean, last time, did we do our American accents to sort of ex- extend that olive branch? I can't remember if we did or not, but I'm happy to. I, think I don't we think threatened. we 
Okay. Do we want to do this real quick, Llewellyn? I mean, I can do an excellent American accent, so it might it might actually intimidate you. <laughs> how accurate I am. Okay, well, now I'm really ready for it, so go for it, okay. and we'll throw you so ours. I, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the script from the episode of Friends, so I'm going to be Rachel, and I'm going to say, Hey, I'd like to order a pizza with extra anchovies, and can you chop some of them up into sauce? That's <laughs> uh, quite that was, accurate uh, for New York. Quite, quite. Okay, what about you, Chris? Um, what What do you want me to say? Well, I I'd think like in order to break. compare, you have to say what he just said. <laughs> oh, a controlled experiment, yeah. I think I'd like to take the role of the... Um... <laughs> The, the pizza guy. The pizza guy. Okay. And, and I'm going to say, hey, listen, lady, stop phoning here. <laughs> we, <laughs> we's, we's not going to put the anchovies in the sauce. And I'm, I'm, you might have picked up I'm uh, Italian-American. Yes. No, I was going <laughs> to say, I, just I gonna th- say that. <laughs> I was going to say that. I thought he was probably more likely to have been an Italian immigrant. Still with an Italian accent, so maybe yeah. you could, do you want to have another try at that? <laughs> um, do you want me to? So, I mean, the really great English actors they can do different American accents, and I know, isn't that insane? And, well, hang on, I hang can't on really minute. pick pick that up at all. But there you go. I was gonna I was gonna do. I did a Boston accent for this, or like mm. a New Maine accent. Mm. So, um. Do you want to make a request? What what kind of geographical uh, deep, area? Deep South. <laughs> <laughs> the um, most fun accent. Most fun. Oh accent. gosh. Um. Hmm. And, just, and you what's... just have to say "y'all" quite a lot. Y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um. Am I still? Am I still answering the phone in a? pizzeria yeah I, th- I think you should yeah yeah i think you should y'all new yorkers need to to leave us alone stop making fun of us that's good yeah that's a bit forrest gump like it was forrest it. gump uh, i was gonna say <laughs> i my, very my forrest gump of you watch, um, <laughs> uh, ncis new orleans Okay. And they have got some ridiculous accents. Ridiculous. Yes, they do. Uh, so there is there has been a murder, and <laughs> we found the body in the water. <laughs> That's so and true. Because they, because they find a body in the water, that means that it's navy police. Right, but, right, right, um, right. You know, we we looked at the body, and it was dead. And some some uh, some alligators ate it all up. <laughs> this is this is really exciting. What happened this is, next? This is amazing. Hey, to... hey. <laughs> yeah, who did it? <laughs> Was we, it the alligator? We, we don't don't know who did it yet. Oh God! We we's going to investigate. That's not that's not too bad. It's hilarious. I, but it's not too bad. I think it was a man with a gun because of all the gunshots in his that head. That went a bit Swedish. <laughs> I think it was a man with a gun. <laughs> we, okay. We found all the meatballs. And the they... <laughs> You're back and to the Italian-American. Been... They... Oh, I was going for Swedish. They'd oh. been stolen from Ikea. 
and all the furniture was a flat picked. It's but very luckily mysterious. there was an Allen key, so we could reassemble him. <laughs> well, that was a treat. Uh, Llewellyn, yeah. I think we are forced now to reciprocate. So <laughs> I'm I'm going to go ahead and do it and just say what um, Graham said earlier. But I'm going to modify it just because I don't remember everything he said. So <clears throat> you ready? <laughs> I don't know why I'm so nervous. Um, oh, this is going to be terrible. Um, <laughs> hello. I'd like to get a... A biscuit with a bit of spotted cream, uh, an Earl Grey with uh, just a little bit of sugar. There it is. <laughs> and annoyingly, that was actually quite good. Really? That was, that was, <laughs> yeah. So oh, I. I'm so proud of myself. That was that was that was very good actually. I yeah. wouldn't have said that you were American. Now I, I feel like... bad for my big comedy American accent that I did. <laughs> because uh, I didn't realise we were taking this seriously. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't really know. I mean, how many quality. years of formal accent training have you had? <laughs> Zero. So it, that must have been at least four. Zero. I couldn't even do a English Boston accent, accent if I tried. <laughs> I think the thing is, is we've got so much exposure to American accents on television we yeah. should do better shouldn't we we should yeah a big question mm -hmm. i have is is why if you can do that are you not getting paid work as being <laughs> yeah. british in american tv shows because whenever yeah. anybody is supposedly british on an american tv show they mm -hmm. just sound so ridiculous is it because they over exaggerate the accent yeah yeah okay see i think they could probably save quite a lot of money on flying kate winslet out to be in films and just just put you in it instead with a british accent because mm. like the holiday is an excellent film but they, they must have spent a lot of money on plane tickets to get kate winslet out to la for for two weeks right could have, could have just got you to do it couldn't they yeah they could have It'd be a much cheaper Silly. trip for Missing sure. Trick. So we're going to have to insist on Llewellyn's now as well. Yep, oh, you're gonna you're gonna close this out here, Llewellyn. It's not going to be anywhere as good as what hers just was. Okay. Um... <laughs> I don't know. All I can think of is Australian. Um... I think that's close enough. I, I'd allow it. <laughs> mm, okay, give me a give me something to say. Do you want to do like a do you like a like an improv skit? An improv skit. Like I could pretend that I was a, a classic, a classic uh, British man in a pie shop. Perfect. And you're you're trying to order a. a pie from me trying to order a pie okay yeah. um so so the the the, the door goes and i'll say <laughs> stone the crows isn't it isn't it my old mucker llewellyn who is from england so she is <laughs> what can i do for you today llewellyn who is english 
Well, hey there, mate. I would. Oh, gosh. Are you pissed on gin again and have locked your son <laughs> in the car? <laughs> Just go for it, Llewellyn. <laughs> well, I think I'd fancy a cup of tea if you don't. <laughs> you, you is definitely pissed, Llewellyn, because I does not sell tea in my pie shop. You want Mrs. Miggins next door to sober yourself up with a drop of tea? Oh, hang on a minute, Barry. Is she asking for a cup of tea in a pie shop? She is. She she, she must be three unbelievable. sheets unbelievable. She is rat <laughs> Here, love, are you the one what's left the baby in a car? You know, You've got to narrow it down a bit there. <laughs> There's a whole row of cars with locked babies and pissed mothers with gin outside. <laughs> and that's old England. End scene. <laughs> that's uh, that very moving. I'm not sure we accomplished it. a lot in that. <laughs> oh, no. No. Okay, Llewellyn, how about you say this? How about you just say, I'd like to order a cup of tea with some sugar. Just say that. In a pie shop? Is no! <laughs> we cut scene. Llewellyn, just say it. I'd like to... I'd like to order a cup of tea with just a bit of sugar, please. Oh, that was pretty good. That was maybe a little bit Northern Irish, a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it made me think of like a little bit of the Peaky Blinders. Mm. A little bit. I think if you want to do English accents for bonus points, doing a regional English accent would blow people's minds. What's that? um, So... It's like our kind of, like, you'd have your deep south. We have what we call Brummy with people from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And uh, they talk a bit like this. It's a really funny voice. And I think because Americans will sort of go by default to the sort of Cockney. Uh-huh. If, uh, if if somebody said do an English accent and you came out with a Brummy or like a Liverpool accent, you would just blow people's minds. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So maybe, so maybe that's something you could workshop in your next episode. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, guys, this was fun. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for diving into the depths of Ross and Rachel, even though it's literally none of our favorite topic, I don't think. But so many people talk Murky about this depth. specific topic. So we wanted it to do justice. Well, I think we thank have. you for helping to plan my extensive back tattoos yeah we'll get uh we'll get in contact with beth beth since you'll be listening just let us know what you think about um your financial state and uh how much you'll be willing to participate in this venture of ours i mean she's a lawyer so she'll she'll be able to put in i would guess upwards of sixty thousand dollars maybe now here's an idea we we could as part of a an incentive for her to up her Patreon to several thousand pounds a month, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. she could she could uh, suggest some of the friends' slogans that I will have tattooed on my uh, freshly lasered back. Oh yeah! I could auction off portions of your back. We could yeah. draw dotted lines on it like a butcher's shop. We could. <laughs> somebody, could, somebody could have the 
the bottom rump. right quarter. <laughs> Somebody could have the rump. Yeah. Somebody could yeah. have the sirloin. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. All right, friends, and that's a wrap on our segment with Two Star. We hope that you guys enjoyed all of the fun conversation that we had related to Ross and Rachel, the other friends, and a myriad of other things that we talked with Two Star about. So we are so excited to be back with you guys next week, where we are going to get back to our normal rotation, and we will be talking about episode 18, the one with the hypnosis tape. So we will see you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast.